All right, so, um, can you tell me something I really didn't need to know? Hey, Mom, tell me something I didn't need to know. So how about let's learn something we really don't need to know. You save money, you save big money when you shop. Oh, they're not sponsoring us, never mind. <laughs> wow. You're not really the new guy anymore. This you're is like your third guy. episode third recording with us. I don't know what fourth. I'm doing. Fourth? 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 Well, yeah, yeah. you were in the Nidniks, too. I was so. in the Nidniks. And the Nidniks, that's five. So you're there no you longer go. a guest at our table. Yeah, I'm no longer a guest. After yeah. the first wow. time, you're just a regular. Yeah. <laughs> Should be allowed to do what I want then during yeah, the show. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> it's kind of my point. Do what you want. <laughs> Booyaka. Full morning. Oh, what a beautiful day. <laughs> I didn't know I was supposed to say hello or anything. I'm just sitting here doing my thing. Wait, 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 wait. Why do people in Michigan talk about Oklahoma? That's it. Okay, wait a minute. Free money. Weeks, weeks easy money. <laughs> easy uh, money. Easy money. He's not wrong. And seriously, uh, we were talking about this post. Pre-show, pre-show, okay? If Oklahoma does do the Sasquatch thing, I am going to go, uh, Larry and I, we didn't talk about this part, but we are going to go to Oklahoma on a road trip. I will take time off of work for this. Unlike him, I don't have five years of vacation time saved up. My (laughs) Four weeks, I get four weeks now. (laughs) Dude, it seems like you have vacation every other week. (laughs) My question is, are you taking Jack Link's jerky with you? I don't care. Now, I figure... Well, she makes that sound like a Sasquatch bait or something. <laughs> it could be. A really hairy dude in the middle of the woods. Anyway. Well, that's why Andrew wants to go to Oklahoma. Well, to we, escort me there to buy the, the Sasquatch license. So Andrew wants to be your escort? Yeah, I yeah. do. Makes, he wants to make this? sure I, know, I actually You know, on the podcast, I don't think we've actually, you know, hidden that fact. When's the last time you edited the podcast? That's a good point. Yeah. Anyway. And I have one thing. Looking at your mom's list after last week. Yeah. You did pee. Well, I'm an old guy. That that, that doesn't apply. We pee all the time. Uh, is your phone off? No one turns their phone off. Um, My phone's I, off. I learned. Mine's not. Nobody calls <laughs> you. Yours, I was going to say, <laughs> yours never goes off. Well, and after last week, she should have on there. Is your microphone on? That's a good point. All right. We'll revise the. Because so, some of my stuff outline. was probably. Because she couldn't hear me. I can't believe I signed on for this. <laughs> you know what the other thing I miss from my youth? Hmm. The old lawn darts. You know, I, speaking of things that you I don't see anymore. I grew up with those. The metal ones that yep. were dangerous. I, mean, <laughs> I grew you know. up with those. I know. Everything now has like a... I, I mean, this has been touched on by pretty much any comedian or, you know, any, any speaker over the last, you know, 30 years. But as the years go on... The toys end up with these little plastic beads on the end, or little foam beads on the end, so not to quote-unquote hurt somebody. How do you Uh, get a BB gun and put a bead on it? (laughs) Well, the lawn darts, we used to just... Throw them up in the air and run like hell. As high as you could. Absolutely. I'm waiting to see the Red Rider. Missile coming in on (laughs) re-entry. I know, right? I'm waiting to see the Red Rider with the foam padding on the inside, and it's completely caged (laughs) up. So at one point in time, we were sitting with Dad telling stories of our childhood, and we talked about lawn darts and croquet mallets, and somebody said, I can't believe we all survived. And Dad just quietly said, you don't know that you did. You used to have brothers You don't know how many we started out with. (laughs) (laughs) BB gun fights. All right. Those were fun. 
Welcome oh, to Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. I did find the Oklahoma song. Did you? Okay. <laughs> That's Andrew. I, I'm fairly certain anybody listening now knows that. But what if we have new listeners? I want them to know and feel welcome. Oh. Yeah. And that's Larry, also at the table with us today. <laughs> yes, the new guy. Getting dumped on with jobs to do to keep this production running. Because <laughs> <laughs> getting all three of us together is so damn difficult. <laughs> I know it. <laughs> You're an asshole. You wow. Start over? We're, no. off, we're off to our usual start here. I know. I got an asshole. I'm just waiting for the oh. douchebag. I don't say that to you. Friggin' asshole. That's what you're waiting for. No, then you know you've reached the top. She's called me a douchebag before, and I've gotten wow. the, the big effing asshole. Thank I, you. Andrew, I do have to say that if a female calls you a, a douchebag, there's a pretty good chance. <laughs> you're a douchebag. <laughs> <laughs> I know. <laughs> See what your mom laughing at that. <laughs> Have we talked about the bad sex award yet? <laughs> so, there was a little couple seconds of silence. I don't think so. Okay. I don't. Well, we're gonna talk about it now. Okay. I don't even want to know how you win that. Oh, you're gonna learn. Oof. You're gonna it's learn. You didn't need to know. All right. Yeah. So I can avoid it. There is, um, yeah, there's a bad sex in fiction award <laughs> that is handed out yearly. Except for last year, they, they actually called the whole ceremony off. The organizers of the Bad Sex and Fiction Award called 2020 ceremony off, saying that people had suffered enough that year. So okay. they, s- they started it in 1993 by the Literary Review. The annual prize honors the most outstandingly awful scene of sexual description in an otherwise good novel. Okay. You've not heard of this before? No. Yeah. Nope. So in a statement, the Literary Review said that after weeks of deliberation, the judges took the difficult decision to cancel the prize for 2020, feeling that the public had been subjected to too many bad things in that year to justify exposing it to bad sex as well. (laughs) However, they said, this is no excuse for a rise in bad sex writing next year, they said. Authors are reminded that cyber sex and other forms of home entertainment fall within the purview of this award. Scenes that are set in fields, parks, or backyards, or indoors with the windows open, and fewer than six people present, will also not be exempt from scrutiny. Do they pay people to just go through these bad sex scenes in books and stuff? I don't know. Like, judge them? Because if so, I totally want that job. I don't know. (laughs) They did say that the majority of the winners... (laughs) weekly paycheck? I mean, really? They did say that the majority of the winners were men. And that references to a bulbous salutation had been used, and the repetition of slither, 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 slither okay. had been used by the winners. Okay. I found it amusing. Okay. But that's okay. That's oh. a lot of things amusing. So this one's kind of up Larry's alley. Mm. Oh boy. Uh, well, we can't. We can't say. Okay. I know. I could find you and he in this situation. <coughs> Sweet. Yes. There's a couple things I can't yes. say from last week's show, so this Oklahoma. ought to be good. Give us a, yeah, give us a good one here. <laughs> as soon as we enter this state, it's going to be, oh, what a beautiful morning. <laughs> they, they're going to kick us out of Oklahoma. After they take your money. Yeah, well, I, I admit. Maybe. Maybe. Your wallet, Mr. If Schwartz, we make it that far. <laughs> I admit, I said it was free money, easy money. Part of mine would be that if they get an actual. I know, right? If, if they come out with the actual state license, I'd go get one. Display it proudly. I would not go. Looking? Hunting. 
So if you have a Sasquatch license, you're gonna display it. Where are you gonna display ooh, it at? Ooh, I said I'm gonna put right it in, in the a, window. I'm gonna put it in a picture frame right by the on-air box okay. that hasn't been on since. You know what we need to do is we need to go episode I was on. hunting air quotes for Sasquatch with fishnets. <laughs> and I mean I don't mean like the big ones you use in the river. No, I mean like the ones you use in the tank to fish out the fish. <laughs> 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 Look, I got me a tiny Sasquatch. <laughs> I can hear it. You, you two got to leave. <laughs> All right, but here's the other thing. All right. What if you went in fishnet stockings? I think Larry and I could pull it off. I'm sure you could. Well, both of us are willing to shave our legs. As long as I don't have to go into the hunting woods with high heels. You know, the, hey, hey the she terrain, didn't say high heels. The she terrain. just said fishnet, just fishnet, fishnet stockings. Oof. Well, I hope they put their Sasquatch hunting season in the summer then. No, 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 because she didn't say we couldn't wear anything underneath them. So we could have fishnets over our, like, (laughs) our snow pants. (laughs) Or snow pants with the fishnet design on them. Can we move away from Sasquatch for a week? (laughs) Okay, okay, last time, last time I promise. Oklahoma or anybody else does it. You told Larry he couldn't bring it up. You didn't say anything about me bringing it up. So I'm done with that. I'm trying to go to Minnesota now. But if one of the other states do it, yes, I will buy a state-issued Sasquatch. We'll keep that in mind As long as it's not outrageously priced. What is your your qualification of outrageously priced, though? Anything over $250. Because then I could look at people that come over and go, look, I have a Sasquatch hunting license. Yeah. And it's real. Uh Uh-huh. Moving on. I'm done with that. Okay. I don't, All even, right. I don't even remember what I was caught on last <laughs> week. All right. Would you, would you care to remind me? All right. So this is Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know with myself, Mary. Have we still not introduced the show? <laughs> not really. <laughs> and Andrew, my little laughaholic over there. Yeah. And Larry. Oh, laughaholic. <laughs> she said alcoholic. I'm going wrong one. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, folks. <laughs> I just. Not a biggie. Why before noon? <laughs> big deal. Well, depending on what time it is. So, if I hurry, I could get six, seven in before. <laughs> I was going to say, you know, uh, everybody complains about growing up with a drunk dad, and it's like, uh, no. <laughs> the infamous blue can. Here's what not to do with your Christmas present. Oh, we get back on topic we here. Are, oh, okay. We are going here. What am I not doing with my Christmas present? All right. So, um, wasn't so quite so bad that the Coast Guard had to be called in, but then they had to call the police in, and then they had to get ropes. A group of Minnesota police officers came upon a group of women stuck in the middle of a lake. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. I know this one. Do you? No. But <laughs> does this involve a whale? You don't blow up a whale for Christmas? No, it, okay. it involves a unicorn. Okay, I like it. Okay. Wait, is there dynamite with the unicorn? No. <laughs> Damn it. No, it's an eight-person unicorn float. I've seen Oh, the this. one I have. I was going to say you have. have it. Yes. Yeah. They All got stuck right. in the middle of a lake. And the tide pulled them up into some mud, and so they had to be rescued. In the middle of the lake? That's what it says. There's mud in the middle of it's, the lake. That's what it says. Sounds like a really shitty lake. I don't know. <laughs> Shallow. Yeah. yeah. 
What do you need the eight-person unicorn float if it's that shallow? I know, right? You just kind of got stuck, but hey, we can just walk back to the other shore. <laughs> We're stuck! It's kind of like that blonde star thing that I heard when yeah. I was a kid. Like, oh my god, I'm locked in my car and the keys are on the outside. <laughs> that one was fun. <laughs> Anyway, moving on. Uh, unicorn raft. Mud. Yeah. They got stuck in the middle of the lake. They had to get pulled out by the police, the Coast Guard, and some ropes. Why How many of them were blonde? <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounded like. I, I thought your mom was going with a blonde joke there. For, you know. No, I do have a blonde joke, but that wasn't it. I'm trying not to piss off the blondes because you guys pissed off everybody else in the world yeah. last week. <laughs> I did not piss off anybody in Oklahoma. That I'm, that I'm aware of him. <laughs> and we're doing more this week anyway. I mean, did you get any comments, feedback about our... It hasn't... It hasn't oh, oh, it tomorrow. Oh, it airs tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, we always pre-record. Yeah. Well, I know that. So it hasn't gone out yet. I thought it was out. No. No. I'm uh, one off. No. no, we'll find out next Jesus, week. Jesus, I just named it yesterday. <laughs> Train wreck what? Three? Four? <laughs> Five. If we're just naming the ones that you're a part of, it's five. Yes. Do you realize, Andrew, that this is episode 16 that we're doing right and now? And we still don't episode have a fucking sponsor. 16. We have not made $15. I'm just saying. You're going to have to get over that. You're going to have it's to get It's not going to happen. And the other shows, they're like serious or something or semi-serious. Well, the one you're doing. I think our doing. first like three episodes were serious. The episodes serious. you're doing now. You're <sighs> After that, it just kind of, we've we gone downhill. N- yeah, we got nothing. Hey, this is your mom's midlife crisis. We're all just participating. Yeah. Yeah. Encouraging it. <laughs> some people go out and buy Lamborghinis. Other people start podcasts with their dumbass husbands and sons. <laughs> I wasn't a dumbass till I joined this. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, you were, but, you know, it just wasn't public. <laughs> Speaking of Lamborghinis, <laughs> the Powerball, the $1 billion yeah, that yeah. was just one. <laughs> from someone in Novi who probably doesn't need the money. But anyway, <laughs> I made a reference to, oh, I could get a new truck. Your mom's like, no, no, no. I said, well, just my everyday beater, brand new truck. Right. I said, then I want a Kona Seg. You're not getting, I said, what's $4 million sports car when you have 700, almost 800 million in cash? Before taxes, I think. <laughs> but still. So Drew was here, my son. Yeah. And your mom says, "Oh, you can have one, but we're gonna pull the motor out." <laughs> okay. You can only use it for photo ops. <laughs> we'll go back to that meme where you know I'm not a sugar daddy; I'm a splendid daddy. <laughs> okay. Well, to get back to your unicorn inflatable yeah, unicorn women. Raft, not okay. Why is the Coast Guard gotta pull it or tow it? Why didn't they just deflate it? I wasn't in Minnesota. I don't. Why didn't they take dynamite to it? I hear that's a really good way to get things off the shore. (laughs) No, I'm never letting that go. (laughs) Thank God the whale wasn't in Oklahoma. We have you and Larry going. Oh, hell yes, you would. (laughs) We were looking for a Sasquatch. We found a whale. (laughs) And I signed up for this. Uh Uh-huh. Wow. I feel like your presence makes me dumber. It's okay. I'm okay with this. I've brought a lot of people down to my level so far, Andrew. <laughs> or at least my way of thinking. I know. I've met a lot of your coworkers now. <laughs> well, speaking of, you know, it's pretty bad when I walk in the shop because Drew, he's hired in at shop. Oh, is he? 
Yeah. That's good. Well, I had more than one person over in a wood shop department where you are quite frequently. Me? Delivering. Uh, unsaid. Bay 15? Yep. Okay. They thought they were getting you. Because <laughs> you had told them at one time that, yeah, I'm going to get a job here. Or I'm getting a job here. Or, or something. I tried. Or tried. I tried. Either way. I'm going, Andrew, Drew. It's two different. <laughs> yeah, but Drew is in my name, bud. I know that. But you go by strictly Andrew. Andrew, yes. Drew is not Andrew. No. We well, call him Drew. Drew is Drew. So they yeah, they sh- thought they were getting you. Oh, so they were going to get discount pizza. I'm going, no, 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 Andrew, Andrew, no. That's wife number two's son. <laughs> Drew is mine. <laughs> wife number one son. With wife number one. I feel like that's just not putting you in a great situation. You're calling. I should say X. Yeah, I don't you should say I don't want to say it. Make it sound wife like number one, you're like wife number two. You're like I got rating a, them right now. Like and I have a you whole You know, that harem. look that you're getting across the table isn't great. <laughs> we're looking for no wife number three, if there's anyone out there interested in the position. No, no, we're not looking for wife number three. If you're looking for a splendid daddy, he's here. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo. <laughs> anyway. Anyway. Yes, folks, I am the FNG. I get blamed for everything now. <laughs> Fucking new guy. Blame <laughs> it on a new out. guy. Yep. So welcome to the show. This is Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know with Mary, Andrew, and Larry today. Yay. Um, I've reached co-host. Fairly status. certain. Um, 35 minutes in, we've already done enough coffee talk. Okay. Um, thank you for listening, and let's start with our national days. Uh, now that I'm going to take control of the situation. Somebody has to. Today's national day is Fettuccine Alfredo Day. All right, tell us about Fettuccine Alfredo Day. February 7th. Go eat some. Is <laughs> <laughs> this all you have for your national day? <laughs> There's a lot of prep work in, involved in this. <laughs> yeah. It's yeah. National Fettuccine Alfredo Day. Eat well, some. Why else would they have one? I know, right? I didn't go that far. <laughs> <laughs> so no, I researched nothing. <laughs> so fine. If you don't going, tell if me if we're nothing. We're doing this. If we're doing this, okay. Today is National Periodic Table Day. Go <laughs> eat some. Uh, not on you. <laughs> <laughs> oh, wait, that's not how periodic tables work. No, it really isn't. <laughs> Don't eat a periodic table. If you do... Fiber. Yeah, it's fiber. It recognizes the publication of the first table of elements and how it has changed over the years. Apparently, people just keep discovering shit. That's what life's about. I feel like that's what this show represents. Discovering shit. Trying to discover... <laughs> we need to discover Try- some shit. Trying to discover some sponsors. Maybe I should call it Tell Me Some Shit I Didn't Need to Know. Uh, right. Anyway. Okay. All right. So I picked National Marriage Week, which is every year from February 7th through the 14th. And it just reminds us that marriage is more than a day or a ceremony. It requires dedication and commitment that generates a lifetime of rewards. And the week is dedicated. It is part of a movement to strengthen and promote the benefits of marriage. So you can... Uh, actually talk to your spouse you can attend a retreat a conference seminars whatever but it's national marriage week i feel like i wasn't done there's like 30 minutes worth of words here <laughs> and you just like completely took my spotlight i took over the show <laughs> no that's my job you've already had your 30 minutes of spotlight <laughs> 
<laughs> she stole it back from you. Took it back. Took it back. Asshole. I All mean, right. seriously, you have like <laughs> the whole story to do. Yeah, Andrew and I get coffee talk. Yeah. That's Oklahoma. why. That's why we have sponsorship. Beer, coffee, wine, and a soft drink <laughs> on the table. <laughs> That's why it takes your mom an hour a week to whittle a showdown editing. Yeah. Yeah. I understand completely. I did edit her first couple episodes. Not granted, they were really rough, but. uh, So what was last week's? Hour and a half, and you cut it down to. An hour and 11 minutes. Oh, I thought it was longer than that. Yeah. Uh, An hour and 11 minutes. And that's with the intro and Andrew's surprise at the end. Yeah. And it it, it actually does take time to edit these things. Because as stupid as we are and as golden as our jokes are, you know, some of it has to be taken out. Because some of, it does. Some some of them not are, quote unquote, <laughs> inappropriate for, you know, old people, apparently. Older. Sorry, older. I don't want to offend my co-host. <laughs> Either one of them, really. Say, don't talk about Larry like that. <laughs> I'm a little disappointed then because I thought the whole Oklahoma thing last week was like an hour. Yeah, I know, right? So... What what I discovered in editing last week is that Andrew gets out of his chair a lot. I do. He gets out of his chair a lot. And it's really funny when you're sitting here at the table, but those of our listeners, they can't see you flapping your wings and sniffing the ground and stuff like that, which you did last week. Yeah. A lot. Yeah. I'm telling you, the show should be, well, we really it should be televised. YouTube it live. <sighs> stream. Stream. Anyway. Stream. So I'm going to tell you a story. I named have, it. Okay, wait. Yes. Are we being sponsored? <laughs> that would be a story. News breaking. <laughs> <laughs> that will come out the day it happens. News break. We finally got a fucking sponsor. Back to your day. <laughs> <laughs> Ten second plug for or our sponsor. We'd, or we'd finally get a sponsor and they get a hold of it and they go, no, we actually quit doing a show. Well, we were going to sponsor you. Damn. Oh, <laughs> This whole thing is going to get oh, crazy. I was thinking media blitz. We just get the word out on everything. <laughs> we'll give you a Flash dollar. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Plug us for five seconds. Any sponsorship would be nice. We got the head shake going. <laughs> uh, <we> got yeah. <laughs> All right. I'll stop. Get to your story. All right. You ready? Yeah. Okay. I called this I Bought a Jailhouse. So it takes quite a stretch of imagination to call Harvard a city. If you can imagine about six city blocks stuck together... That would be Harvard. Within Wait, the school? No. Like the town of Harvard. I actually... There is a town of Harvard. I thought it was just a school. It's named after the school. Is it full of snooty, uptight people? No. Oh. No. <laughs> I'm the greatest in the world because I went to Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> Look, yes, I'm trying to offend those people, too. <laughs> Maybe if I went to Harvard, this <laughs> we'd have some sponsors. It's going to be my next news voice. Today's news is, oh, that's so stupid. (laughs) God, fine, I'll read the stupid teleprompter. (coughs) I might have recovered. No, I haven't recovered. (laughs) I think I'm going to just try to say... Not die, not and fall out of your just chair. Just take it all in, yeah. Not drool on yourself. Can you read the story in this stupid uh, voice? Because, you know, <laughs> they're all snooty. I went to Harvard. I'm a doctor. I went to Harvard. I'm a lawyer. So anyway, Harvard. All right. 
right. So with an area just over half a square mile and a population of about 964. Look, I'm staying in my chair. But you are so far. I'm, I'm no. So I'm far, you are. The whole podcast because I'm going to be <laughs> butt clenched and uptight. <laughs> I didn't need to know that. <laughs> yeah. That his cheeks are clenched tightly <sighs> together. Yeah. Yeah. That part. No wind shall be released. Because <laughs> if it does, when you're clenched <laughs> ass cheeks, you get a higher It's going to go. <laughs> yeah, it's going to sound like a freaking Prius. Me. <laughs> sound like a balloon. <laughs> oh, must have come up with Priuses in Harvard. Another thing I want to touch on is electric motorcycles. This is the dumbest fucking idea in the entire world. You know, there's a, a, a reason. Okay, I'm going to stop. <laughs> We're never going to get to the story. No, because I'm thinking. Mom is going to go, no, you're fucking editing from now on because you don't stop. Well, that's why I suggested she was moving up to the CEO position because she said, well, you could start editing, Larry. And I went, oh, God. <laughs> Stupidity. It's, like she, it's like because she has a sponsorship on the other podcast. She's oh, just yeah. Oh, she's yeah. just you know, cleaning her hands and being done with us. Yeah, you guys are on your own. Do your own damn editing. I'll edit the other podcast because I'm getting paid for it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I had to think about Priuses, but I'll skip that. Okay, what else? Right. What else we have? Okay, on Harvard. Yeah, Harvard. Harvard. <laughs> <laughs> Harvard, Nebraska is just very little more than a super tiny. No, town. the College of Harvard is oh, not. Wait, 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 not wait. I think I've spent way too much time on Harvard because they're not sponsoring us. <laughs> I'm letting it go. Okay, thank you. Everyone knows pretty much everyone else there, and neighbors are quick to reach out and help one another. It's the kind of town that just feels good. Nobody ever goes there unless they have family, friends, or business. Or possibly you are lost and confused. But if you do happen to wander in that direction. <laughs> looking for a Sasquatch. That's Oklahoma. That's not I Nebraska. That. <laughs> I'm sure even Nebraska's laughing at Oklahoma about that. <laughs> I just I couldn't hold it in. Oh, I'm sorry. I giggled because lost and confused. I'm like, yeah, we are. <laughs> I'm not even sure what we're doing a story on anymore. Somebody bought a jailhouse or something. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm Thinking he's looking for Sasquatch. Where's the Chupacabra? <laughs> Jesus, Andrew, we're in Nebraska. There's no squatch over here. Or the Yeti. That's Tibet. I know. It's his cousin. <laughs> they couldn't live next to each other. <laughs> <laughs> Did Sasquatch go to Harvard? Oh. Go out to the woods. Sorry, I'm not Sasquatch. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, okay, okay. <laughs> but if you do happen to wander in that direction and you find yourself passing through Clay County, take a detour and make a quick stop in Harvard so you can marvel at a nondescript two-room brick building. And flunk out of school. Read the short historic marker that describes how this small structure put in this Nebraska community on the map. Perhaps have a chuckle or two. <laughs> yeah, I think we've, yeah. 
You've passed the chuckle or two part. Mm. That's how Harvard people chuckle. <laughs> mm. Harvard was founded in 1871 when the railroad extended to that point in Nebraska. It was named after Harvard University in Massachusetts. And according to the town's homepage, which is harvardnebraska.com, quote, in this small Nebraska community, you'll find neighbors helping strangers and the true definition of the good life, unquote. I should just get a cooler to sit alongside me. Yeah. Well, I believe last week Andrew suggested you get a refrigerator. Yeah. Hmm. I said set it over there, and you're like, nah, I'm going to just put it right next to my chair. <laughs> Sounds like me. I don't remember that, but I probably did. Mm. If it didn't get edited out. Editor, yeah. Yeah, cut everything out. I don't out. know if I cut that out or not. Anyway. I don't remember. What did I miss? Nothing. Oh, okay. <laughs> no, I actually paused it. I didn't continue with the story. All right. Go on. Don't try to figure it out. Anyway. For being such a tiny, nondescript place that inhabits such a minuscule portion of our planet... There are some very notable people that come from Harvard, Nebraska, such as Milan Bush, who was ambassador to Barbados, the Dominican Republic, St. Lucia, and Antigua, and Jay Keesling, who was a bioengineering pioneer, and John Luce, an American historian who was reared in Harvard and was also a graduate of Harvard High School, or Paul Revere. His name was Paul Revere Dick. He was organist and leader of the rock group Paul Revere and the Raiders. You familiar with him? Mm-hmm. And Billy Southworth. Are you familiar with him? Mm, no. A Hall of Fame baseball manager of two World Series champions, the St. Louis, Louis Cardinals in 42 and 44. That's why uh, I'm not familiar with him. Slightly and before my time. I'm not that old. I wasn't suggesting you were that old. Oh. No, it does not ring a bell. <clears throat> and last but not least, a young man by the name of Robert Pickney. Mm-mm. You haven't heard of Robert Pickney? He is the biggest reason Harvard is known today. And he is also probably the reason that the teeny tiny two-room building is still standing. So here's the story. In 1943, the city was disposing off of several unused plots of land and selling them for only $1.50 apiece. Mm. When 16-year-old Robert Pickney, who was son of the local physician, decided he wanted some of the plots so that he could build Victory Gardens during the summer. And for those of you who are not aware, Victory Gardens were also called War Gardens or Food Gardens for defense. They were vegetable, fruits, and herbs that were planted. Um, and basically, the government encouraged these so the citizens could be more self-sufficient and less reliant during time of war. So Robert was looking through the list of plots on sale. He noticed that the city had accidentally included the plot upon which the jailhouse stood as one of the properties that they put up for sale. As any good and responsible citizen would have done, Robert went to the city council and he said, you've made a mistake. But because he was only a child, they just laughed and they sent him on his way. So Robert decided that the best revenge would be to buy it. And so he did. He gave him a dollar and fifty cents in change. And so the sale was made and the deed papers were signed and still the city refused to admit their mistake. They pretended as if nothing had happened and they continued to house their criminals in their jail. But being the owner of the property, Robert put a lock on the jail. The city officials smashed it and threw him off his own property. So Robert did what any other smart citizen would do. He hired a lawyer and he sued the city for back rent. The city then agreed to pay, but stated that Robert would have to tear out his sidewalks, trim the trees, and cut the weeds, or they would take action, and then they would charge him costs against the property. Which, to me, sounds like they're being a little bit petty at this point. I guess some adults don't like being proven wrong by a teenager, and this went on long enough that at one point Robert Pickney just said, fine, I'll tear down the jail. Well, eventually the city agreed to buy back the jail, but they ran into a problem. Robert was underage and the law at that time prohibited him from deeding the property to anyone. 
Whoops. He could buy it. He couldn't sell it. So embarrassment can carry quite a long way. The town was red-faced over its mistakes, and it was not quite willing to make them public knowledge. But you can't really expect to keep something like this hidden, can you? Nope. So soon the story was picked up by the media. Pretty soon after that, it was all over the nation. The Associated Press and the Time Magazine ran a feature on him, and the town was now attracting national attention. And they got their brief 15 minutes of fame. Someone offered Robert $150 for the jail. Another offered to pay him $35 from a month for rent, and he turned both offers down. So eventually Robert meets a sailor who's in town recovering from a wound that he had sustained during the war. The two became friends, and the sailor gave Robert some very good advice on his predicament. After giving it some thought and realizing the idea had merit, Robert decided to put the jail up for auction to help further the war bond drive. The bond drive was being held to raise money to build the USS Los Angeles, which was a heavy cruiser for the Navy. At some point in time, in stepped a wooden dummy by the name of Charlie McCarthy. Are you familiar with him? Uh-huh. He's the famous dummy of ventriloquist Edgar Bergen. The dummy actually purchased the jail for $10,000 worth of war bonds. After all the publicity had died down, Charlie the dummy quietly deeded the jail back to the city. And the USS Los Angeles did launch on August 20th of 1944, making all of their efforts worthwhile and leaving Robert with a sense of pride at having been a part of this, even at the tender age of 16. So the story might be very embarrassing for the city council, but the selling of the jail had two benefits. For one, it made Harvard famous. And second, the sale benefited the nation by contributing an enormous amount of money to the war effort. Because in $10,000 in 1943 is worth over $152,000 today. So today the jailhouse still stands on the same site, although it's no longer used to incarcerate criminals. The historical marker reads, The jail was inadvertently sold to Robert Pickney, 16, in a delinquent tax sale in 1943. When the city refused to buy back the jail, sparking a legal battle that earned national publicity, Pickney put the jail up for auction at a West Coast war bond drive. Charlie McCarthy, ventriloquist Edgar Bergen's puppet, bought the jail for 10000 in war bonds and deeded it back to Harvard. Estimated to be over 130 years old, the jail was refurbished in 2008 to 2010. And that's the story of I bought a jailhouse. If a 16-year-old can't buy a jail or... He can no, buy. he can buy it. He can't, he can't sell he can't it. He can't sell it. But a dummy can. The dummy bought it. And sold it. Yeah. Yeah, because a dummy is ageless. I'm not really sure how you did it, uh, how the law would have looked at that. But, yeah, obviously, he's yeah, bought how, It's how, a how dummy, are, Andrew. I understand that, but how are, why is the government selling property to a 16-year-old? They auctioned it off to raise money for the war, I guess. Mm, not when he bought it for $1.50, and he brought it to their attention. Mm-hmm. Well, some things never change. You know, government getting all pissy over whatever. Don't even know their own rules, laws, regulations, or whatever. Then all of a sudden they go, oops. And how often does the government screw up and don't want to admit they made a mistake until it's too late and has to be fixed? I'm trying not to drift into something else there with the government. You know, I just thought it was just a cool little story about a historical building and why this tiny little town. It is. um, This is a very good story. Is known. You know, and this 16-year-old kid did something good for his town. I suppose if you're supporting war efforts, uh, aren't you a warmonger at that point? Uh, this generation. Here, your mom's asking me all kinds of, what's a cruiser? Technically, it's a ship. Yeah, 
Yeah, there's we, a difference between a boat and a ship, a ship. but you know, don't, it really pisses don't people call off. my boat a ship or a ship or boat. Yeah, it really pisses people off when they have a ship and you're like, hey, how, you know, nice boat. <laughs> so of course, you know, I'm I'm the offendiest over here. So. Oh, you it's got you're gonna get him going again. It's a yacht. Yeah, that's the, that's the Yale dude. <laughs> Harvard club. Harvard people don't have yacht. How do you know that? Did you go to Yale? Yeah, there's like a secret degree from Yale. Maybe it's Stanford. I don't know. <laughs> 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 Stop. Leave the insulting to us. Not that we're trying to insult anybody. Oh, no, I totally am. No, like I said, I'm just poking fun. Thanks to everybody who stopped by and lent us their ear. We hope you enjoyed your, the story today, which was very important. It's a good story. Just want people to know that it's very important that you learn this stuff. Uh, you can find us on Facebook at Tell Me Something I Didn't Need to Know. Or at tmsidntk at gmail.com. We're also on Twitter at tmsidntk. If you have any suggestions, ideas, or comments, they are appreciated. If you have hateful things to say, we will ignore you <laughs> and wait for you to die and pee on your grave. Now, <laughs> if you happen to die after us, our ghost will pee on your grave because none of us are moving on until this show is successful, which is going to be never because we don't have any sponsors. <laughs> If you enjoyed your short stop with us, please feel free to follow the podcast. Leave us a rating and a review. I'm not sure what all, any of that means because I don't really do any of the web stuff. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Pocket Casts, Radio Public, and uh, Anch- yeah, I already said Anchor, so yeah. Find us all over wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, obviously. Find us even if you're not looking for us. Yeah. Sponsor us Hell even yeah. if you're not looking <laughs> to sponsor anybody. Hell yeah. Just send us money. There's a button for that on Anchor. They can they can just give us money. I know. I'm the one who activated that button. Thank you for activating that button. You're welcome. So I did something. So if <laughs> we don't have a sponsor, you can still send us money. Pay me for my hard work. Or beer. Beer. Or coffee. You're going to end up sponsored. <laughs> we don't care the amount, large or small. That's right. We're willing to take 50 cents. <laughs> <laughs> so this podcast is co-hosted by myself, Andrew. <coughs> my mom, Mary, and our new guy, Larry. <laughs> FNG. Yay! Till next time, everyone. All editing is done by somebody at the table, and the cover <laughs> art was done by me. Don't forget to send us your ideas, guys. That's what makes part of this so much fun. So until next time, really hard, and I mean love. Don't get them stuck behind your head either. Bye. Bye. Bye.